too. All right, Joe. Love. We in here. Yeah. Welcome to another episode of the Everything Podcast. Yeah, yeah. G. It's Brandon. It's Stu. Uh, thank y'all for joining us. Thank y'all for tuning in. Thank y'all for listening. Uh, we we appreciate the continued support as always. And here we are back again, another episode. Yes, sir. How y'all feeling? Good. Good. Had a rough week last week, but it's cool, man. Mike. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mike's our lemonade. We got so much stuff planned for y'all this week, y'all. I can't wait. I cannot wait. Yes, sir. And I'm feeling another live stream movie party on Friday, too. Mm -hmm. What we trying to watch? A Day and a Night. It's on Netflix. I, I seen the uh, thing, but I didn't. Uh, yeah, I watched the preview. Yet. It looks yeah, good. It looks good. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm trying to do that this weekend. So we'll set it up. But we got our tomorrow. We got our Quarantina for Cinco de Mayo, featuring Milk and Liquor mm-hmm. and uh, AD. So that's gonna be fun. We got that happy hour from five to seven on Zoom. Then we got our wind down with our special guest. Um, y'all see you on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're going to reveal it. Yeah, well, yeah. by the time they listen to it, it had already been out. So Yeah, Shannon, Shot Boogie <laughs> mm-hmm. is our special guest. You Shout know. out to Shot Boogie. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be a fun one. You know, it's going to be cool, man. It's yeah, cool. so tune into that. Uh, we're going to have a good time. we going to have a good time. Uh, how was y'all weekend? Dude, it was cool. I didn't do nothing. Yeah, mine, mine was cool too. I got all my work done. Last assignment was due on the third. So, when did they talk about reopening schools? Any notice with that? Um, bro, honestly, I heard we was we were shooting for May eighteenth, but that day is the governor said no, so we canceled for the rest of the year. And oh yeah, it's looking like maybe August, next, September. Next, so what they gonna keep kids in the same grade? They talking about, yo, like, A days and B days. I know y'all probably had that at school, in high school, right? Yeah. I remember like hearing Like, block schedule. Like, like, you had, we had three classes, four classes on one day, four classes on the other day. You just rotate. So, Monday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you had the same class. Tuesday, Thursday, you had the same class. Uh, and then they'll flip. So, that's pretty much what they talking about, maybe doing with the kids, like, having. So, what? This group of kids come this week or whatever, then the next group come Sheesh. next week. It's, that's, it's, it's So, wild. okay, but, like. Say you was in seventh grade, you know what I'm saying? You supposed to be going to eighth. So what? On the A days you doing work from your seventh grade year, and then on B days you doing nah, eighth grade you, work. Nah, you like, gonna get you gonna get credit for whatever you got done, and like they still having this um, time to do their work online, oh, like right. to catch up and shit like that. Hmm. So Damn. if you do your work and pass the next grade, you gonna start the new year in your right grade. But oh, cause y'all still been giving out work. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. Mm-hmm. Damn, yeah, it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be different. But like personally, I don't I don't know if I want to go back in a school setting. Like really? then I gotta go back home to my son. Like I don't want him back in there with yeah whole bunch of trifling kids. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For real, bro. Like they they spread the kids. To, I mean, kids are more susceptible to all that stuff. Just weaker immune systems and stuff like that. But you just think like school, you are literally encountering whoever yeah, so many your terms. kids yeah. have encountered yep. over the weekend. If they, they go out of state, all that, bro. Yep. They it's bring too much. In and out the house. Yep. But I mean, I'm up. With, I'm open to me teaching somebody over online. Everybody just tune in in the morning. We in our pajamas. Right. 
Trump believes he was treated worse than Lincoln. <laughs> nigga, they shot me. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, nigga's stupid. I'm sick of Trump, yeah, sick of Sit down. Sick of I'm sick of this whole year. Yeah, not even just the quarantining, but like this weekend, like I, I guess we get get into our time. I don't want to disrupt what your weekend, how your weekend went. My weekend was, I told you about mine, but yeah. it was good. We're talking about, about it off air, but my weekend was good though. My weekend was solid. It was solid. Right. Yeah, but, but Pat, over this past weekend, the weather was really nice, you guys. Mm-hmm. As you guys know, we all experienced it. You know, it was pretty warm Friday and Saturday, correct? Right. I yeah, saw a lot of seventy today. Yeah, I saw a lot of people outside. Yeah, which is still not allowed. If we be quite honest, you're not no. allowed to go outside, and that's the that's the rules right now. You for the state regulations. I know if you live in Georgia, that's a little bit different. I know they're opening Virginia up mm-hmm. on Friday, which is crazy. Closer and closer to us. Yep. Mm-hmm. Delaware closer. ain't saying nothing because they not they kind of Delaware and New York are kind of like. That whole tri-state, uh, Connecticut, Cuomo. yep. I don't know who their governor is, but Connecticut, Cuomo, yeah. Con- Connecticut, New York, Delaware, Jersey, Jersey, Jersey and Pennsylvania are probably going to stay in the, stay on the restrictions because we got a lot of people and we have a lot of people that travel from state to state all the time coming through. So yeah. I don't see this opening up, but I saw a lot of people outside today, and especially people that I follow. I saw y'all. It's okay to be outside if you walk in a park, but if you out hanging out. Going to parties and going to kickbacks and all the other stuff, like, it's something wrong with that. Um, well, we, I haven't heard, I was just going to say, I haven't heard what Maryland is doing either. Yeah, Maryland is still in lockdown. Virginia yeah. just, it's a commonwealth. They need that money. Right. Can I, need I, that, go ahead. I need that money, Frankie. <laughs> Can I ask you all this, though? Do you all believe, like, because I've seen some report from some doctor, and he was saying that the longer we stay in, the weaker do. our immune system gets. I mean... I think y'all, it's y'all like believe a, in that? I think it's a toss of the corner, bro, because it's like, it's like you got to take the good with the bad. Either you're going to, I would rather my immune system be weak and then once shit opens back up and it's safe, you can build, you know, your immune mm-hmm. system rebuilds itself as soon as you go outside. You know what I'm saying? There's germs in the air, there's germs on surfaces. I'd rather it be not lethal germs that helps my immune system build right, up right. than uh, something that if you catch it, you know what I'm saying, it's a respiratory <clears throat> thing and then you can die. So I heard, I hear what he's saying. It's like we should uh, expose ourselves to it, but nigga, people are dying from this shit. So yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't it, like, just expose yourself for the for the sake of your immune system being strong. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he was saying that we need to be around each other, passing different staff no. of Lucas, whatever he was saying around. I'm yeah, like, no. nah, man. That, that ain't it, brother. It's cool. I But me personally, I was talking about this yesterday, and I was I said it to Brandon earlier, too. I think it's going to be a second wave of this shit, bro. Yeah. I think it's going to be a second wave, and it's going to be ugly. It's going to be fall. ugly. I, I think, th- what do you think? Maybe summertime, they'll be like, oh, y'all think we good. Y'all can chill. Go out summer. That's Boom! Saying, hit us bro. right in August. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. August, September, the end of August, when September, when the, when the season kind of changed to that fallish weather, I think it's gonna be a second wave, bro. And that shit's gonna be bad. That shit's yeah. gonna be bad. I'm praying it ain't. You know what I'm saying? Because we got kids and family and stuff, but people just not. And, and it, I don't know, bro, because the economy is like crashing you know what i'm saying and it's like we probably, you know i'm sure we're in a bad spot economically but it's like bro like 
you gotta i don't know that's this is where like like capitalism and and just humanity clash yep. for real i don't know man but um in new york there are two different things going on um There's two different things going on in uh, Manhattan, wherever that park was. Where most West Village or something like that. Mm-hmm. So if you know where West Village is in Manhattan, was it was it Manhattan? I think it was Manhattan. Let me, let me make sure. I thought it said like Brooklyn. I thought it might have been. Oh, then then yeah, that makes sense because I definitely saw something. Boot it up. What are you talking about? You say. Mm. No, this is oh we I guess we could talk about that too. But no, this is um pretty much it's just like two sides of the story. So yeah, it's in it's in it's in West Village. So it was this is a picture of West Village, Manhattan. Notice anything yeah. other than people being outside? What kind of people these are? Right. So this is Manhattan. I'm not sure where particularly in New York it is, but on the other side of town, I guess, in in um I think in Brooklyn or something like that. Oh no, this is in Manhattan too. But anyway, they, you know, they, 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 they locking black people up for gathering. You know what I'm saying? Like they, like I said, they, they ran into the barbershop or something like that and locked everybody up and they fucked this guy up for being for not social distancing. And meanwhile, on the other side, of, you see, they got three mm-hmm. police on his head and neck and. You know what I'm saying? And then on the other side of town, you know, they got police officers just handing out masks and handing out gloves to the to the white people in, in, in the West Village. You know what I'm saying? This is over 100 people in this park, Easy. well over 100. And, you know what I'm saying, the police out there handing out masks and gloves, you know. And in our, in our neighborhoods, we, you know, we getting beaten and fucked up and shit like this is happening. I wonder what's the reason. Hmm. <laughs> wonder this is in Brownsville right here no that's a good question I want to hear excuse me NYPD what is the reasoning of why this man can't walk in the store but all these jokers can lay on the park mm-hmm. drink a beer eat hot dogs mm-hmm. and shit <laughs> and picnics <laughs> like it peacefully the I don't, thing is that I don't get it it's so blatant like it's just like it's blatant ra- racism bro mm-hmm. it's blatant Blatant uh, racism, gentrification, all of that. Like that's all of it in one, in, wrapped in one. You literally handing out masks and gloves to to these white folk. Oh, okay, it's okay. Y'all got money. Y'all can come outside. We'll give y'all. Like, I don't, I don't know. You can't even make no. It ain't even about money, honestly. It's just like, it's just privilege, bro. It's like, it's just the system working one way, mm. or leaning one way. Talking about privilege in Sacramento. They was pressing the cops, like, to oh, yeah, they were protesting that. to to go back outside. Yeah, pushing up cops, pushing all in their face, all in their face, pushing cops. Mm-hmm. Let a black group do that, bro. That's they be right. dead, bro. We say they even the they even raided, like, not city wherever the governor is at in Michigan. They raided that building with M16s and AK-47s, bro. Nobody got shot. Nobody. Nobody. Got Nobody they're nice people. Yeah. They're nice people is what they're called by Donald Trump. They're nice people. 
Who let you guys in? Okay. Come on up. <laughs> niggas carry around guns that we play with on Call of Duty. Like, what the fuck? Like, post it. Man, niggas up. get shot for not having no gun on them. Niggas get shot and killed for being unarmed. You know what I'm saying? No glasses on, nothing, no masks. Bro, we, I was talking about this that the other day. We crazy. have to be the most special people on this earth for us to constantly be going through this stuff. Like, there has to be a different outcome or some deep down. Like, that's like, you know how they, uh, what do they call it? Like, Israelites? Mm-hmm. Like, the people, like, with, yeah. uh, on, on the damn album? Yeah. Where there's, like, I always, yep. I probably always think of that. Like, I feel like a part of, part of that is true, that's bro. because in the afterlife, we won't be rulers. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> we like the chosen people, bro. This, like, this life probably just don't mean shit. If we getting into our consp- not conspiracy, but if we getting into our deep bag, yeah, like <laughs> this life probably just ain't shit. You know, this life is probably just a test for the eternal afterlife. Like how you act here is determining, you know, what your afterlife. Cause is. there's no way, bro. There's no way that we keep going through this stuff, and it's like segregation is re just re coming back again. It's, it's just coming through because it's a system. It's a, it's literally it's coming a through now. It's coming through properties and where you live at mm-hmm. or oh, you can't afford here the property tax so high you got to move yeah they're kicking us out of our places you know what i'm this saying what some they people sh- want though and this is what but some black people want uh segregation they want to be back with just our people yeah but then at it, this what, point then it, shit, then i it, want re- it but then, <laughs> at, <laughs> but then i think about then it's like check. it's a recycle it's going to happen again like mm-hmm. you gotta think all these places that the people are kicking us out of these these Brooklyn's and all these major cities, DC, you're kicking out our black ownership. Then we go somewhere else and we get a whole bunch of land and or whatever, a whole a area where it's strictly for us. Then they'll come in and be like, well, I want a piece of that too. So it was a recital. It's like we've been hopping all over the place, going from play, well, all these different areas. Like what they did to us in Harlem. Nobody wanted us to be there. So when we got there, they left. Right. Germans. Jews, Italians, Jews, sure. Irish. They didn't want to be there. Then one one family, one or two families move in. Then they leave. And then all of us come in there and we have our own clubs, everything. Clubs, restaurants, dry cleaners, whatever. Churches all in Harlem. And then white people own a cotton club in Harlem and don't want black people in it. Right. Just dumb, bro. Mm. Just goofy. I mean, like I said, bro, a system is built. A system was put in place ages ago, and this it just reinvents itself every so often. So, yeah, this generation is is property, and and you know what I'm saying um, discrimination against where you can live and how you know what I'm saying what the value of your home and your neighborhood and stuff like that. You know, last generation it was literally jobs and and you know not being able to work and voter suppression and which it still is now but it was way more you know it was way more like heavy uh let's say 40 50 years ago then you know it was just flat flat out i mean i'm sure i'm skipping something but it's just flat out slavery you know what i'm saying jim crow slavery and stuff like that and just uh, like i said i always refer to the book that i read but well, i read the new jim crow but like it literally just talks about how one system just transforms with the time. Like the one system that was put in place just transforms with new verbiage, new verbiage, new new clauses and all this stuff now. Like it updates with the time, you know what I'm saying? It, and it, that's what keeps us kind of like, you know what I'm saying, stuck. But that keeps us kind of like just fucked up. So now we just looking at all this shit, just going back to what we've seen this past weekend in New York. 
you know what I'm saying? We talk about gentrification and how, you know what I'm saying, uh, all the white people can sit in West Village, Manhattan, comfortably, and who knows what that was however many years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, or Brooklyn, how they say Brooklyn is it's not even Brooklyn no more, you know what I'm saying? Hmm. And we don't know because we're not from there, but we hear people talk about it, you know, how it's so gentrified now and stuff like that, that it's not it's not even recognizable to some people that's actually from there, some people who grandparents who was raised there and stuff like that. So, Goofy. shit ain't nothing new, bro. Ain't nothing new. Mm-hmm. All about how we react. Man, you move forward. What you were saying, going back to the, like, the segregation thing, like, I... I I don't know if y'all heard on the Malcolm X doc, right, on the during on Netflix, when he said that, like, Reverend King was saying how after he had gave all his speeches and, um, I'm not sure if it was before or after, like, not before or after he got shot, but before he got, um, shot, if he said, Malcolm X said something like King realized, like, he shouldn't have been preaching for, uh, desegregation. He should have been preaching financial like mm-hmm. giving financial advice and and you know what i'm saying preparing us to be independent financially and to build our own things up and stuff like that and he said like dr he said i think malcolm X said dr king realized that and said that he like he didn't say he failed his people but he said like he's led his people down the wrong path or something like that mm-hmm. and it's like damn like King felt like that, you know what I'm saying, after realizing like this this desegregation shit don't mean nothing because we can be all living together and, and still be in two different you know worlds, what I'm saying, yeah. worlds, you know what I'm saying and still have one dominant you know what I'm saying, uh, oppressor so. That's why when people say, you know Marcus Gar- Garvey was a wild when some of his thoughts, not thoughts, but how he got his stuff going was wild, like cause there was a lot of corrupt in his, how he got that, um forgot the name of his org oh my goodness but his ideas were on point the whole back to africa thing like technically you didn't i feel like he wanted to get people to go back to africa but the mindset of like yo let's go back to africa in our minds as if and we got our own here they don't need nobody else's money right look at black wall street they, we was getting money there crazy money and all of us, if three of us had a business sitting next to each other, your business might start it and it might come on to me. That's like they buy the clothes from you, they get the, the dry clean from me, and they get an iron or get their shoes fixed at from you. Right. We're all touching the same amount of money. Right. They're all coming. It's all being, like, recycled within our community. And look what they did to that. Yeah. And I'm sure that wasn't the only one. I mean, Black Wall Street was probably the most prominent one. Yeah, it's probably You know, plenty, that they tell bro. us about, but I'm sure it was Any- other. Any doc that y'all watch, when they go and do a tour of the city, they give you a whole... Like, I was watching The Last Black Man in San Francisco. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. That was... um, It's a really good movie, by the way. They had a um, a thing called the West Harlem, where a whole bunch of black people lived. And it was these beautiful houses, crazy houses. And then the house that was in the movie was on sale probably back then. You know, it probably wasn't that much there. The, a black person, I think, built it from the ground up. I want to do the research on the real house. Mm-hmm. But they were reselling it for four million dollars, and a, not a black soul lived in that neighborhood at all. We have our areas. We get pushed out. We get the. Um, I was watching Atlanta Monster. Remember the guy mm-hmm. that was uh, uh, his 
ex-wife was on there, or maybe his the mother of his child or somebody, and he was like a uh, civil rights leader in Atlanta, but he went to Vietnam and he left and had say how Atlanta had looked before he left. And then when he came back, it Tell was like about, um, he had like a, a, a crazy name, Abernathy. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, but just that mm-hmm. was happens, bro. We leave our communities because we get forced out, and then they well, either they get abandoned or they redo them and they kick us out, bro. Yeah, like, they raise it up around us first. Like they build, they build. I'm saying it just like in Baltimore and stuff like that. They they start building the surrounding areas up so that the property value goes up in that area, and then. You know what I'm saying? They come in and be like, basically, like, yo, you're not going to be able to afford to live here in the next couple of years. Let us, you feel me, pay you out. They were doing their own get the house up off you. Yep. They give you a significantly, it, it, I guess it'll seem fair at the time, mm-hmm. give you a fair amount. But then when the property value raise up, you know what I'm saying? It'll, it'll whatever your house was at that time, they'll, it'll be worth, you know, three times as much, you know what I'm saying, in the next couple of years. So, it's hard for people in our position where we where we always kind of like struggling financially to turn down. If somebody was a knock on your door right now, you own your home. And they give and you $300,000. They, yeah, they give you 500 or, or you know what I'm saying, 750 for your house. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, damn, I only paid 200 for this house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. Let me take it. But, and that's where, that's where, I don't know. That's where it's like, you got to tell, like, you, you wish people were a little bit more firm in there and knowing the value of owning a owning like property but then it's also like you got to recognize like the circumstances that we be in and you know what I'm saying we a lot of us can't afford to uh turn away from half a million dollars you know what I'm saying so it's like it just it's a fucked up it's a fucked up game bro it they is. play a fucked up game for sure They play a fucked up game. I was riding around uh, downtown Baltimore yesterday. I was going to uh, Kaz house and I was just seeing all the white people running and jogging with they, you know what I'm saying, walking their dogs and shit. And I'm just like, man, this shit is like a whole different world from what's happening, you know what I'm saying, on the other side of town. You know what I'm saying? Like they can, they can feel secure down here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They can feel like they safe. In the same city that got one of the highest murder rates, you know what I'm saying? Like, but in their little area, they can feel like, oh, this is, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we got a nice view of the harbor. We got, you know what I'm saying? All this shit down here. They can feel like Baltimore is that when really it's like the reality is like, yo, no, it's the Baltimore that we grew up in where, you know what I'm saying? You can go outside and lose your fucking life. So that shit just, I'll be riding, I'll be riding around just thinking about shit like that, like just observing that type of shit. That shit just be fucking with me. What's, what's y'all opinion on how like they can keep their little, little piece of cake all neat, nice and neat. That's what I'm and saying. We go just like you said to Baltimore, yep. that shit dirty. It's trash all over the place. <laughs> it stink. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you laughing? I'm being dead serious right now. Oh, you said it. That shit dirty. Yeah, Wilmington's nah, dirty. Enough. Philly's yeah, dirty. Right. New yeah, York yeah, City's yeah, dirty. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like. That All shit is just cities, dirty. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It has that dirty street look to it. Yeah, houses boarded up, knocked down, or big, like, just blocks and blocks and blocks of boarded houses. It's to shit. bring people in. If you look at these white areas, predominantly white areas, these shopping areas, whatever, bro, they're going to put top dollar in to make it look nice. 
to bring business in, to make it look appealing. But why can't we, like the shit that we do have, why don't we keep it nice? And They don't think we deserve it, bro. I, I'm talking about us. Like, oh, why don't why we, do we the shit that we do have, why is it shitty? Why don't we build it up? Why don't we keep it as nice as everybody else? When you got a person like you or a person like three of us who think we should do it, that you got 50 right up. motherfuckers that don't want to do that it. That don't care. That don't care. Because a lot of people that, don't that's know That's all they know. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't be knowing the history of their city and their neighborhoods, too. Like, the neighborhoods that's hoods now that black people grow up in, that, that we may have grew up. Like, they wasn't always hood. Mm-hmm. They were, That wasn't always the hood. Like, 50, 60 years ago, your grandfather and grandmother and them. When they first moved into that to that house or on that block, it was it was a black probably a black owned block. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they they was the you know what I'm saying people that finally worked. Mm-hmm. It was like it was like hard working families and and you know what I'm saying they finally was able to afford to buy a home and it'll be a block full of black families. You know what I'm saying? It was it'll be a nice little area to live in right. to own a home in. And then over time, bro, with with just with just fucking. Um, with jobs, with black people not being able to get jobs, and and you know what I'm saying, um, I was bringing something where a lot, a lot of the shit, a lot of the transition of people not being able to keep up their houses and stuff is when uh, we stopped producing shit in the in 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 America, like when we took like um, when we expanded and, mm-hmm. and started producing, mm-hmm. allowing people to produce shit overseas for us because it was cheaper. Cause like when factories and shit like that was booming, we was in like my grandfather had a factory job, you know what I'm saying, with 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 General Motors or whatever. Like that was a good job to, for black for for anybody, anybody but for for yeah. a black man to have like a factory working with cars and stuff like building cars. That was probably one of the best jobs you can get, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, without no education and stuff like that. So when all that stuff, uh, I forgot what it's. I think it's called globalization when they when they started shifting to overseas manufacturers. But when that started happening, it wasn't no jobs for for if you weren't educated. And, and at that time, a lot of our grand grandparents and great grandparents weren't educated because, you know, what I'm saying they would drop out. They would they would drop out of eighth grade and just start working, building from there, building from there. And then if you get a good job, like I said, at a gym or at any kind of factory or something, you was doing pretty good. But then when that gets t- t- when that gets taken away, you know, what I'm saying now it's like you got an eighth grade education, mm-hmm. and now you're the times are changing now. You need more skills. You know what I'm saying. You need more of a a, a skill set for a job. You know what I'm saying. Not yeah. just I'm good with my hands. You know what I'm saying. You need some kind of some kind of. Uh, I'm blanking on the word, but yeah, you need more than just being good with your hands. So a lot of the jobs we just couldn't get. You know what I'm saying. We couldn't get, and that's how our neighborhoods start deteriorating. You know what I'm saying. People houses start foreclosing or, or the murder rate go up because. Niggas gotta eat, so people start robbing and people start selling drugs, and then of course you know with the crack era and stuff like that, that just fucked us all up mm-hmm. as a people. So it 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 happened it happened purposefully, for sure, purposefully, because a lot of our neighborhoods were not hoods; they were, you know, what I'm saying black owned black areas. owned <coughs> areas for That's sure. That's the area that you moved to because you weren't allowed to live anywhere else, so you moved there in a black area. Yep. Where everybody was working, was working and stuff. So, yeah, bro. So that was just to answer your question. Why we don't keep it nice? It's like we fell behind the curve, bro. And it's like we went. We've been having a hard time getting back in front of it ever since. That I do feel like that is definitely a a, a reason or a, some that a barrier <clears throat> to that 
but also I feel like that's just another excuse, bro, because we got so much resources and shit at our hands now. Mm-hmm. Somebody from your hood is out. Somebody from your hood is smart. Somebody from your right. hood has seen the other side. Right. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's a lot of responsibility and pressure of those kind of people from that for area sure. to come back for sure. and to teach for real. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. gotta you gotta teach this financial literacy to your people. Teach them, yo, this is not the only way of life. Like, right. man, that go to that that go to that. I hate to say it, that crabs in the barrel mentality though, because a lot of times nigga think like. Oh shit! I'm from this area and I made it out. You know what I'm saying? Why you can't do it? And instead of realizing that, like, yo, when you come back and give that help, I'm getting yeah, out too. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It makes it so much easier. But a lot of time a nigga just be like, man, I, I started where you started at. How come you couldn't do it? You feel me? So mm-hmm. niggas got to get out of that, that for yeah, sure. That, niggas have to get out of that mindset. But also, <laughs> we've seen what happens when niggas try to make it and try to go back to their hoods, and it's like. Niggas get killed. You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas get killed. Double-edged sword. Bro, niggas get killed right in the same hoods that they, you know what I'm saying, that they try to come back and help serve. And it's like, if you if you the next man looking at that shit, what's your motivation for going back now? Shit. We talk about Nip all the time, but like, mm-hmm. a nigga that was a living example in his hood, you know what I'm saying? Actually showing niggas what was up. Like, everything he owned was in that, on that mm-hmm. corner, you know what I'm saying? In that shopping center, and it's like die right there in the shopping center. You know what I'm saying? So that ain't no motivation. You know what I'm saying? That ain't that ain't going to inspire the next nigga to be like. You know what I'm saying? Like, Let nah, me be I ain't like going that. Back. Yeah. <clears throat> Definitely. So yeah, I, I get what you're saying, Stu, for sure. It is a lot of pressure on them niggas, but we also gotta understand where some of them niggas coming from. As far as it ain't it ain't. Always the love ain't always reciprocated. That's what I'm saying, yo. Like I, I get that. And that's why I asked that question, like, damn, do you go back and I know I made it out, but shoot, that joker didn't like me ten years ago. If I come back now, he might try to blow me or yeah, something like yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? That's that's a shitty feeling to have. I thought that you trying to change where you come from or impact where you come from could end could end up you end up losing your life. Worry about that? Nah. Cause you want to do better. You right. want your people to do better. You want us to be looked at in a different, better. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. let's change the way people look at us. That's my biggest thing. Exactly. Yeah, nah. So, yeah, bro, we got a lot of work to do. <laughs> we got a lot of fucking work to do, and I wish it was as simple as like. Man, people just snapping their fingers, and our people just where we where we supposed to be. But unfortunately, it don't happen like that. Mm-hmm. And you can't just undo something that four hundred years of damage has mm-hmm. has you know what I'm saying has caused. Unfortunately, like we not far removed from say slavery segregation, like. We not far removed from that. Like our some of our grandparents have lived through the civil rights. These segregated schools, segregated schools. I think we gotta remember that when we when we talk about these kind of conversations. I think we gotta remember, like, yo, two uh, uh, two generations ago, you you know what I'm saying? They were fighting for to go to school. You know what I'm saying? They were fighting to to have books to actually read. You know what I'm saying? Right. So. 
that shit, that trauma and that, that kind of like, that that type of shit just don't, them hardships that, that last with you like that, mm-hmm. especially when it's systemic, them shits just don't go away. No matter, you know what I'm saying, no matter what law get passed or who the president is and stuff like that, and we talk about Obama and stuff like that, and that's significant, of course, but that shit just didn't, Obama just didn't get in office and wash away all the, the, the plight of all black people, like... It just made it. It made it more open how Republicans are racist. <laughs> it made, yeah. If anything, it just made us. It That's made. All it, did. it was just a wake up call of how far we haven't gotten. You know what I'm saying? Like, so. I think that we just gotta crazy. remember that kind of shit. Like, but I do. I do feel now that like, more than ever, I can say, or at least just in my lifetime, because we still young. But I do feel now that. I feel like black people are at least starting to realize, like, yo, we we can do better. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like the times are changing. I feel like, and I feel like black people are doing a general consensus of it, but I feel like black people are becoming more and more successful at different things. Like, niggas ain't just act, niggas ain't just playing basketball and football no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, and and that's a that's always a good thing to see. But it's just like we got a lot of years of that kind of positive stuff to do before we can. So full impact. Yeah, till till it can be felt down the line, you know, with our kids, so our grandkids and and their kids can reap the benefits. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So. Yo, you know what's crazy though? Ever since I started watching that Atlanta the missing murder of children, mm-hmm. you remember in the beginning episodes they said like Atlanta was Wakanda. Like that dude, you remember him saying that the yeah. old dude with the glasses? Yeah. Damn. He was like, "Yo, pretty much in the sixties and seventies, this was the black people's Wakanda." Like, so we had one of those in America. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we, I don't yep. know, man. We got, we got to get that kind of shit back. We got to. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. You don't watch that, do you? What? The Atlanta's uh, missing and murdered. Nah, I'm not. Uh, I don't usually watch that kind of like. Like I'm not big on murder mysteries and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm not. That's crazy. Cause I'm not like a blue collar crime. I like cold cases, missing people. Uh-huh. Well, I don't, I don't usually watch like a lot of that stuff at all. Like any kind of investigate. Like I just don't usually watch that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. I I know about that story though for sure. And then hearing Brandon talk about it, I know you know what I'm saying. The, the general consensus of it, but yeah, yo, if you if we like, cause that's a whole nother discussion and stuff. But that's that's that show has a lot of good points to talk about, and the stuff the government does to hide things, yeah, and paint pictures for certain people. Yeah, man. So that see that type <laughs> when I watch that type of shit though, that shit just made me mad. <laughs> like anything about the government and all that, that should just be making me mad, man. They was the city of Atlanta was trying to hide it. The governor, the mayor at the time, first was black, black mayor. first black mayor was trying to hide it. Also, um, they had just built Delta, the the, the Delta airline. hub, the yeah. airline. They had a brand new airport, so they looking at that like, hey, we can't let this get you know put oh. out because yeah. we on a come up right now. Right. And by that time, twelve kids had one missing. <laughs> Oh, 30 kids, bro. That's insane. Yeah. 
and they didn't say nothing. They like they didn't do nothing until after the tenth one came up missing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The dude said the uh, famous daughter Lindbergh. You ever heard about that baby? That famous baby that was kidnapped back in like the early '30s or something. Mm-mm. Man, the whole country went crazy trying to find that little girl. Mm-hmm. I think I don't know. I think she ended up dying or something. But it's crazy. Y'all go crazy for. Shit, y'all want to go crazy over? They don't yeah. care about us, bro. That's all it is. There's 16 missing puppies. Can we find them? <laughs> they had a whole search in Delaware for these little kids that dropped a puppy in a pond and then went over on a little falls, bro. They had a whole worldwide search for a puppy. Mm-hmm. That puppy's dead. <laughs> Buy a new one. I'm sorry, bro. My mother drops her baby in the pond. Crickets, crickets, right. scratch. We ain't gonna go look. It's dead. <laughs> like. It's fucked up, man. Or how how like they haven't been, you know how it's been like missing black girls going left and right. Yeah, you know bro, what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like never find them, nobody ever even brings that up. You know what I'm saying? But that fucking Harambe snatch a little kid who climbed down in the motherfucking zoo exhibit. Who clowned his ass down there? And y'all put Harambe down. And that shit makes right. CNN and all type of shit. Like nigga, and they shoot Harambe. Right, they shoot Oof. the damn gorilla for for being where he already at. <laughs> exactly. Like what kind He's of shit? I'm not shoot the little white nigga for climbing his ass down there. Goofy motherfucker. You shot my old crib, man. <laughs> right, I'm cooling. Like I'm in here chilling. This little nigga come down here fucking with me. <laughs> I'm just here. Let the people look at me. He's playing the fight. They gonna see good tonight, yeah, for real. Always ain't that. This nigga's favorite. Yeah, they gonna sleep good. Let them play. They gonna sleep good. They gonna sleep good tonight. Now, but um, let's talk about uh. All right, we're back. We're back. Yeah. We're back. Yeah. How, how was that Drake? Break. How you huh? feeling? What's the name? I don't even know the name of the tape. So, so what is it? New Drake came yeah. out. Drizzy. Uh, uh, Dark Lane demo tape, I think it was. Yeah. Dark Lane demo tape. Um, yeah. Out of 14, and this is a supposedly like a, a throwaway tape, right? Yeah, like he, a, said, uh, he said his album coming in the summer, in the summertime. So this was just till then. So pretty much it's not a throwaway tape. This is to see what we feeling. See if his album, if he need to go back to the drawing board and change some shit up. Probably, yeah. Probably that <laughs> You know too, what I'm saying? Sure. So, probably that with that being said, Drake, I give you nine out of 14. I like. I really love nine songs. Five of them I really can do without. But my favorites. What's the five you can do without? I can do without um, Landed, D4L, War, Tussie Slide, <laughs> um, maybe Deep Pockets or something else. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, those are my those are my five. I can, I can do without. Not not saying they're like totally bad songs, but like they ain't make the cut for me. But my favorites was um, I like Chicago Freestyle, the joint with Breezy, Not You Too. Yeah, that one too. Desires, Time Flies, Pain. And losses from Florida with love, like I like all them joints, yo. Mm-hmm. Those are my those are my Drake vibes right there. Yeah, I like I like most of the even I feel like even the songs that I don't like I like like I could listen to the whole tape. Mm-hmm. Like 
You, def- you can you can you can, I can listen just to the listen whole tape. Through, yeah, can. I can listen you to can. the whole joint. I mean, of course, Tussie Slide. Even though I'm starting to like that shit a little bit, mm-hmm. just because I know it ain't like no serious song. It's just kind of catchy. But I could do Definitely. without Tussie Slide, and I don't think that's gonna be on his album. I think Mm-mm. it was smart for him to just put this on here. I could do without Tussie Slide though. I can do without D4L. Yo, and I seen a picture, yo, and it just killed me because everybody be boosting shit. They had the picture of Bron, Chris Bosch. Wade, and Bosh yeah. talking about this is what they did on it. <laughs> so I definitely went to run yeah. to listen to the song. I'm like, it's not, no. It's, yeah. it's a lot of noise. It's honestly, just a, yeah, a lot of racket. Honestly, the joint with Drake, Baby, and Gunna, um, off, off, of the, off of that Baby and Gunna tape, what was it? What was that? Uh, I know what you're talking about, too. I can't That Never it. Recover joint? That was way better than this shit. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I could do without D4L and Tussie Slide. Uh, Demons, I could do without too. Mm-hmm. Just don't really, they don't really do it for me. Other than that, though, I fuck with everything else on here. I like, I like, um, I like the ones like I said. I like the ones he really rapping on. So I like Deep Pockets. I like, mm-hmm. I like the first three. Deep Pockets, Win to Say Win, a Chicago Freestyle. Them drinks is like. They all three of them so I fuck with the joint with Chris Brown. I fuck with Desire. Yeah, shit in there. Yeah, that, listen that to with Chris Brown Breezy. I fuck with Desires. Time flies. I like Landed. I think he snapped on Landed, but I mean that might just be me. I like Pain. I just don't like Cardi part on it. Ling ling ling. <laughs> Go ding. <laughs> and yeah. I fuck with War too, bro. Like War, bro. If you listen to that shit like in the car, bro, he really yeah, just like I gotta listen on that to it again, like, man. He on his London <laughs> shit or whatever. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That shit ting hard, ting 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 and that's what the funny what thing is, about, yo. Bro. He was running that shit. Though, that's what I'm bro. saying, bro. He was, bro. Like if you just listen These to him. Are t- <laughs> What's that? That's landed. I'm trying to see the joints that I like. How we think his album gonna be though? Now that we hear this shit, bro. I'm not gonna like. <clears throat> I don't know, bro. I think it's gonna be good because he waited. I feel like he's starting to get bored, bro. Like, when the, some of the songs that are like, I could tell, these are throwaway songs, and you can kind of tell because, right. like, I always look at choruses that are repetitive. Like, you know, like, I jump left, I jump left, you jump right. Like, I hate choruses <laughs> like that. And he had a few songs that were kind of like that on here. My favorites, though, was um, When to Say When, Chicago Freestyle, Not You Too, Desires. Pain, 1993, and Losses. Those are like my favorites. I like, yeah. I think, five or six of them mm-hmm. out of 14. It was cool. I just know that these are the songs that wouldn't cut the album. Yeah. And you could kind of, like, tell. I think certain ones could have made the album. Like, if Losses was on his album, I could hear that being on there. Mm-hmm. I could hear, like... I could hear, like, the, the drink with Chris Brown on one of his albums. Yeah, that joint was... How long was that one? I can hit like, Deep Pockets on one of his albums a little bit. Everything else, this? like, yeah, that's a that's that not not you two. What album. not you two? Yes, it's an album song. Why that wasn't on the fucking album? I like Chicago freestyle. I think him and Chris gonna have another one on the actual album though. That shit probably gonna be dumb. Yeah, I like that one a lot. 
That was cool. But yeah, I really, what I said in my first statement, I really felt like he just threw this out to get a feel of like what his fans, what the people want to hear. Yeah, I think so too. And I'm telling you, if if, if the the new album is leaning towards the desires, not you too, the losses, it's over. Bop. I'm, yeah. Woo! It's in the summertime, bro. Daddy, Pim, Daddy. Yeah, nah. Yeah. I think I think it I think it will be leaning more to because I, I think a lot of people like the same amount of songs, mm-hmm. like or the same the same certain songs. Mm-hmm. So like I think not you too is probably gonna have to make the album. Got to. It's breezy on there too. Breezy didn't even get a verse, did he? Nah, nah, he just was on the hook. So but imagine it, him getting a, a right. verse. But then again, I I I also think <clears throat> that he's not gonna put any of these. I can also see him not putting any of these on the album at all. And just having a brand new, yeah, he like, probably won't put any of these out. Yeah, there. songs that are like similar to these, but are better. You know what I'm saying? Facts, facts. Yeah, but I think 14 is a good number for like the album. A great number. I don't want anything over 14, bro. 50 minute too. Like that's right. That's not even an hour tape. That's one ride. Right. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't even have been mad for real. He could have made. He could have probably just made it like 11. If we taking out like Tushy Tushy Slide. Slide and D4L, and yeah, yeah, he could have had a solid eleven on there. Yeah, I don't know though. I I'm, mad, get to I'm really to mad at deluxe. Playboy Cardi for that verse, bro. <laughs> I'm really mad at him for that. that dog. Trash. I wonder how old Drake, that is. Though. Drake snapped yeah. on that mm-hmm. joint though. Mm-hmm. It could be really old. That is true. It could be really old. I just want the people to know, like, you're not going to get nothing too lyrical from Playboy Cardi never. that's going to have you, like, yo, that's crazy. <laughs> right. you know? You're never going to get that. crazy. <laughs> what you're going to get from Playboy Cardi is that swag and just that, oh, right. shit, that energy that you're right. just going to feel yeah, and what? gravitate towards. She she gonna say, lean, lean, lean. <laughs> Cody. I'm going to play with her and clean. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, the flow he, like, I'm just mad at the flow he chose on that joint. I'm not mad yeah. at it, like, yeah. not, no, because I, I only listen to him for the flow, like. Right. He should have, yeah. He should. He, he should have like crazy. his. He should have did what the like what Drake was doing on that joint. That flow. Yeah. He did some whole other shit. Damn. Yeah, but I fuck with it. Uh, I don't know if y'all. Um, I don't know what else came out for real. The the Why? deluxe of little baby, but that just looked like he added six damn nine videos to the end of the album. Nah, but the I listened to it like. You know what I'm saying? Look, all those he just added a whole bunch of. I ain't even listened to it. I forgot it came out. Now he added like he added six definitely. He added, added six. six. Yeah. But you see all the videos he added too. Nah, I don't know if title did that or not. Nah, music. Yeah, music does videos. Oh, like a lot of videos. Yeah. But that made me re-listen to that whole album. That shit was good though. Yeah, I'm out too too. Like my favorite on there was, was Grace. Huh? You see the video for Grace with him and uh, Doug? I ain't see it. I ain't see it. But uh, Doug snapped on that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, nah, but that that joint came out. Uh, Mozzie, uh, you know I like West, I like West Coast. Mozzie, yeah, Mozzie did, and yeah. I didn't get the bump yet. Yeah, it's, God, it's good. It's good. It's Damn good. it, there we at? There we go. Let me yeah. add her in there. Mozzie definitely got a tough album. Trouble put out another album too. He need to go back to Mike Will made it, bro. You listen to it? Nah, I didn't. I'm just from all of it that he's like released post Mike Will made it. Mm-hmm. It don't slap like that. The album good though. Are we talking about Trouble from Double M? From Double M? Double MG? Nah. No. Uh-uh. This tr- he from Atlanta. Just Trouble. Oh. But the name of his shit called Thug Love. It's it's cool for real. It's it's like 
it's 18 songs, which is, well, I mean, Woo. yeah, I know. <laughs> but <laughs> a lot of the songs he already put out, like She a Winner with City Girls, like uh, niggas already heard that. Uh, he got a song with Jeezy. You, this the song nigga. with Boosie that he did, the Ain't My Fault joint, mm-hmm. that's on there. Y'all like him? Who? This Trouble? is what we talking about, Trouble? Yeah. He don't do it for me. Shit, you listen to Edgewood? Hmm? Listen to, have you listened to Edgewood? Where is that? This Edgewood? one right here? Yes. Listen to that first. Yeah, bro. You know what I did listen to? What? I listened to Key to the Streets. Oh, on Scoobzilla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's on uh, YFN Lucci. Oh, that's on, yeah, Lucci shit. Yeah. yeah you know what I'm saying? Trouble so I heard this nigga before. Nah, bro. But you, you got it. You got it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got a little trouble. <laughs> you gotta hear him. You gotta hear him on his own shit, bro. Key to the Streets tough too. I don't remember his verse on there. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like that verse wasn't like that. Ain't him. You know what I'm saying? Like he way better than what. Whatever That's the verse thing. You don't even remember nigga verse or the shit. He gotta go. Bye bye. Hold on, Edgewood though. I'll check him out. Edgewood. That shit. That that was like my favorite album that came out that year. I never heard that and it had Drake on it. Come through with the weekend. Yeah, that joint. Yes. Mm-hmm. That joint goes dumb. Uh, what's some holes? Something go up? What kind of? Alright. This one. What? <laughs> <laughs> Is it Paul or are we still on Yeah, yeah. So yeah, man. The Drizzy, back to Drizzy. So you think it's like G said, you think his album gonna be good? I do think it's I I like I'm a Drake fan. Mm-hmm. I'm not a I'm not a stand. I'm put that out there. I'm a fan, <laughs> not a stand. But uh I do think the album's gonna be like I said, but just personally, I want it to be geared towards that. I don't want to hear him Rap. all the cat rapping and shit he going to do. I don't want to hear all that. I just want to hear you singing to the Jones and your feelings, music that we can relate to. Right. Because when you get on there talking about, I, I run it, yeah. Ting, ting, tong, ting, ting, you run it to me, you know it's going to happen. No, I don't. You know what I'm saying? Drake, I'm not buying that from you, bro, bro. So That's what I feel like sometimes, bro, I don't know if you, like, Drake has his own style. I... I'm curious, does he have his own style? Let me take that's this. yo, and that's the thing. I was telling G before we got on here, I'm just like, we know why Drake is hot. And this is probably gonna be an unpopular opinion, but I personally believe he jacks hot. He jack everything that's hot and Bro. then put his Drake spin on it and it's oh my god, it's Drake. What's the joint um Oh, that's on more life. Oh, uh, no. I think it's KMT. I think it's called KMT. Yeah, he took that from um, X Extension. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He raps X Extension on rap like that, and that's why they were beefing. So. Oh yeah, I know. Oh, he took that from Tentacion. That look at me, look at me, yeah. fuck on me. Yeah, that song. Then he, uh, <laughs> he did. Uh, you know, Hotline Bling is a remix to I like the Cha Cha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and look what he did. He's like, I like the Cha Cha even 
was number one, was not number one, it was doing really well on the charts. And he does, oh, you know what? Remix it, same thing, slow it down. I'm going to sing. He's a genius, man. He he knows, he's, he's smart. A, he's yeah. a jacker. That's what I'm saying. He's a smart jacker. And he knows that. Come on, I'm Drake. Do you guys really believe I did that? Come on. Yeah. I didn't do that. That's what always he been my shit for That's me. always been like my beef <laughs> with him, bro, because he's not like. You know, we don't know what these niggas is really like. We do. We get we get twenty five percent of what they want to show us. Like motherfuckers are walking around talking about Ellen DeGeneres is really mean behind the scenes. There's a whole <laughs> article about that, bro. And I read it. I was like, yo, if that's true, bro. Hell nah, Ellen can't be mean. They said she's mean as hell, bro. <laughs> she don't be speaking to niggas. She her own security guard said he was a security guard for years. She ain't barely said anything to him. Her wife was nice, but I'm just like, bro, we begin, we we gotta stop letting thinking these celebrities are these. They gotta make money. They gotta make an appearance. Yeah, Come, yeah. that's what we were talking about the last dance. Michael Jordan said, um, saying that Republicans wear sneakers too. That's how that nigga really felt. Mm-hmm. He said, my money is tied all over, and I don't mm-hmm. care about no black senator in my state where I'm from. When they got nothing to do with me, I'm talking, I'm trying to get this championship. I'm trying to get this money. That's right. Sad to say, but I can't fuck with you, bro. If you feel like that, I really can't. <laughs> I can't do it, man. And it's not like we we talked about this a little bit before. It's not like we expect you to. Well, I'm not a person that expects you to do nope. something. You gotta do this. You gotta do nope. that. But, bro, you know who you are. You know what kind of opinion or what you just know who you are. You your image. Control yes, you know. You, have, you know the the. The control you have over these people, man. So, like, for you not to say anything sometimes, it's just like you agreeing with it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he could simply come out and it's like, yeah, I don't support neither candidate, but you know what I'm saying? I definitely don't support him shutting down the African American Museum, him wanting to desegregate schools again. Like, right. you could say that and people still not going yeah, at you. Yep. Yeah, man. I don't know, bro. Well, you know, like G said, in a different time, too, was in the 90s, a little bit different, bro. I, I imagine if he said something like that now. Right, but see, in the 90s, it was a little safer. <clears throat> you could really come out and only put on your show for when the camera and when the mic is in front of you. You could really. Yeah, now it's. Yeah. Like, come on, now they can tweet about shit you did 10 years ago, and then you can't even do nothing about it. It's right, over, bro. bro. I totally agree, man. Hey, that was Right, y'all. Excuse me for y'all. That I, I literally, we, I was working and we started recording right away, so I ain't really get a chance to chill out for a second. But over the weekend, I was watching Romeo Must Die, bro. Mm-hmm. Terrible movie, by the way. I hate to say it. I have a very unpopular opinion, and I'm going to share. Mm-hmm. I don't know if people are going to agree with me. They might think I'm hating. They might think I'm bugging, bro. One, the movie wasn't that good. It was a terrible storyline. It just went all over the place. And then Jet Li is not Jackie Chan. That's me. Romeo Must Die, you're talking about, right? Yes. We're still talking about DMX? DMX. Is in there. Jet Li. Okay, yep. Anthony Anderson. I'm thinking of Exit Wounds, too. I'm just trying to, you know, they like two similar movies. Go ahead. And Aaliyah. Okay. And watching that, you know how people really, like, worshipped Aaliyah Mm -hmm. during her fame, post her passing. I'm here to say... I didn't think Aaliyah looked that good to me, bro. 
Like, he's entitled to his opinion. Yeah, I'm, I'm about to look her up right now. Bro, after watching that movie, I was like, yo, Leah looked like somebody that went to you, like somebody that lived in your dorm, bro. <laughs> yo. <laughs> I'm, I'm yo, like, yo, I'm bro. gonna take Regis tripping, bro, but You think I'm tripping? She she don't don't get it wrong, like we not she not ugly. Yeah, like she, I, she's alright, she looked good, but she wasn't like she just has this 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 natural beauty look to her that yes. you just gonna you just go ah oh, she's so pretty just because it looks like it's effortless like she, she don't do nothing like she just no, wake but up. Also, I feel like people really love the idea because bro, she had this grown woman mentality or was but that grown man, woman my, mentality. Cause my man, right? Man. That was, it wasn't even a mentality. That grown woman aura about her because of R. Kelly. Hate to mm-hmm. say we don't support him anything that he's done, but. If you think about it, AJ nothing but a number. He's behind all of that. He was married to our to R. Kelly. And her were married right. when she was fifteen years old. So she matured way faster than she should have. You gotta think. You in showbiz too? Showbiz is totally different. We our normal childhood is not the same compared mm-hmm. to someone who's famous. They gotta mature very fast. They gotta be on the lookout as creeps and all this other stuff. She was dealing with a creep, but. Um, yeah, bro. So, what do you do? You think like if maybe if she kept her innocence and the man Aura didn't get his, you know, yeah, influence on her, that would have changed her beauty a little bit. No, I don't think it would have changed her beauty, but everybody looked at her like, oh, Aaliyah's so fine. She got that bad chick. This what I'm saying, Aura. But bro, I feel like if she didn't have to go through that, or if someone else was behind in her corner for that first yeah. few years. She wouldn't have had that. I look at I'm comparing her to Beyonce. I don't like to compare, but you look how Beyonce started, girly girl, teenage girl, that's now, his child. To now. now she's a badass. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But she matured into that. She had a chance to be that that child that like child, that yeah. teenager like in the you. industry. I got you. Aaliyah came in, I'm fourteen, but I'm acting like I'm eighteen, nineteen. Mm-hmm. That's scary, bro. That is. So that's why I was saying. So maybe if she did meet R. <clears throat> Kelly, she might have grew up in that Debutante, dressy, yes. dressy, all makeupy. Yeah, like bro, she uh. was wearing the big baggy clothes and all that. They were wearing matching outfits, bro. Yeah, he was on some biker boy shit. Weird. Yeah, man. <laughs> Fuck that nigga, bro. <laughs> Seriously, no, that's yeah, sad, bro. I, you know, I don't really be Word. cursing like that, but now I really look at that. I'm like, bro, I wait. And what makes me really mad about her, the person that controls her estate when it comes to music is her uncle. And I think her uncle actually signed off on them getting married, if, if I'm not mistaken. Probably. I mean, because he parents, was in her court. He mm-hmm. was the one on tour with her. Parents so, always come out and deny shit anyway because they don't want to look like assholes. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? That's what I really can't stand. Like, yo, there's no way I'm a parent in 2020. There's no way. I don't know what's going on yeah, with my son or what, like what, what they got going you on. You have to be completely naive. Naive, or you don't want to see it. You don't, don't want to believe that. Sh- there it is. The care. You don't care because that check coming. Bro, look. What, remember the dude that was on the um, Chocolate Factory album from that doc. His daughter was involved in that, but his father was getting paid the whole time they was on trial. From the Chocolate Factory. He was on the he was on the album. Like he was like a music producer on the album or like playing. Really? Music. Yes. I dis I never heard of that. On that he it's on the doc, the first one. Ridiculous. A producer daughter. Let his daughter. Oh, wow. It's like you leased your daughter for money. You sad, bro. People don't be caring about their kids. You you were really you really made me a firm believer. When you in a different tax bracket, 
your morals change. Your your thought they shouldn't. They, they shouldn't. shouldn't they shouldn't. But they they do, man. <clears throat> and it's crazy. That's like scary to me, bro. Yeah, you good? Yeah, yeah, man. That's like really scary to me. That like I'm scared. Like if I would ever get money, what type of person would I be? Because we can always say we're going to be, oh, when I get the money. It's like a nigga getting dragged. I'm like, oh, I got my nice girlfriend. I met her when I was 17. We went to prom together. Mm-hmm. Monkey, 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 come through. Yep. You party. Go here. You get invited here. You go to this Nike joint. You go to this Adidas joint. You go into this club. Mm. Your whole, you got women flocking over you. Your mindset changes. changes. You got to have self, true self-control. Come with the game. You know, know what I'm saying? Game, and I ain't the biggest one in that one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? gotta charge it man but like you said it's all about how you react how you mature with all that stuff that's coming at you yeah bro you got two options (laughs) (laughs) simple so to go back to the whole romeo must die thing it made me question who was my who did i have who were my favorite who were my crushes in that era of women like the 90s and the 2000s like who was to me who were the baddest joints like okay like who are your like who are your crushes growing up? That's what I'm saying. Oh, so definitely uh, Nia Long. Definitely Nia Fresh Long. Prince, <laughs> the boys Nia in the Long. Uh, you know, Soul Food, Soul Food, all Best those. Man, the short man, that shortcut man. But the girl from uh, what's the college? Uh, different, different world. Different world. The daughter, Cosby daughter, yes. or Whitley. I like both of them. Both Whitley of them. was I, I, I have though. crushes on both of them. But I you like know what's Whitley, crazy? Whitley country, Whitley, right? Yes, yeah. Whitley <laughs> was older than the entire cast. Like they was bro, she, Whitley was she, is like sixty something now, and everybody else is like late forties and early fifties. She was older than them. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, definitely Whitley. Oh uh, my god, Maya. Take me there. I want to oh go my there. God. Maya's still bad to this day. <laughs> oh she called me right now. I'm in this podcast. Yeah. Like, bro, I am never looking back. No cap. <laughs> Starting over. Starting a new life. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Maya. Monica, she had that, like, oh around the way, like, mm-hmm. look like somebody that you knew from high school. Said, yeah, Monica. Monica. Uh, Sanaya love- Lathan. Yeah. I'm all, all time. Bro, have you ever seen her in freaking when she was on, um, Mm. Uh, what's love, the show? First of all, look at this. What? Uh, <laughs> I can't stay the internet, bro. <laughs> well, who are you just talking about? Sanai Lazen. basketball. This is her on Family Matters. Wow. Holly Berry was That's crazy all I was just about to say, too, Holly. Bro. I love young Jada, though, with the yeah, haircut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Jada girl. Yeah, man. Uh, who else? Holly. De- I definitely, definitely say Holly Berry. Yo, what did you look up? What did you look up to see that? Just nineties black women, bro. Like, <laughs> oh, I had shit. to. Um, she crazy as hell, but I think she. Is, nah, I just think she is so fire. Who? Lisa Left Eye Lopez. Oh yeah, but she was. A little... He crazy as bug, but. She was beautiful to me. Burn your house down. Burn your house down. Who else, down. bro? It's too many. Angela Bassett. Oh, my and God. And Waiting to Excel. Yes. Fire. Which, hold on real quick, though. Sally. Ashley from Fresh Prince, she older than us, right? 
Yes. That was my baby, too. Yeah, she was older, bro. You got to think she was a teenager. <laughs> All right, I'm just making sure. I don't want to sound like crazy. I don't want to sound like a crazy boy over here. <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> Damn, yo, but it's so much. Like, we're missing mad people Hold right on, now. Hold on, bro. I'm about to get my Mac with yeah. my, For some reason, my Google app be acting stupid on my phone now. You got to, we got to look them up. <laughs> for real. Vivica Fox was like that, too, back in the day. You talking about Monica, right? Yes, yes bro. Monica. She is straight out of Atlanta. Yes, Monica. Who the one that um that Steve Urkel used to like? Mm, I forgot her name though. Why say? And she was in Ride too, the movie Ride. <laughs> you remember that when they took it? Was, they took the, they was from New York and they had to get her on the bus to uh, uh-uh, Uncle Luke that. Uncle Luke party in Miami. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know that. <laughs> you know that. I think said Cedric and Pops was the bus driver. You seen that, bro? Come on. Damn, Young Beyonce in the '90s was it too? Though I'm not gonna hold you. I'm not a big Beyonce fan. What is her name right there? You know her right there. That one. Which one? She was nice too. Well, I don't know. I actually think she's a drug addict now, bro. No, you know, like see that? A, click on it. What's her What's her name? I don't know, y'all, but she was the... Uh, she was on In the House. In the House. She was the girlfriend to that movie. Remember uh, with the tw- Tia and Tamara Maori? Mm-hmm. Hold on, I'm about to look it up. Because it was LL Cool J. Her name is Maya Campbell, but I really think she was... That one. What's her name? Who? That not, not a Kravitz daughter or something? Not nah, Kravitz. I know who you're talking about. Oh. That she was from a different world too, right? <clears throat> yep. That's I don't wanna, Let me make sure I'm right about her because it's somebody on one of those shows. Lisa Bonet. That's her name. Mm-hmm. She was crazy. You know what? I'm wrong about her. It's somebody else that is. This girl was girlfriends in the nineties because Tracy Ellis. Yeah, we could talk about Tracy Ellis Ross. <laughs> Tracy Ellis Ross. Bro, that whole cast was fire. Yeah. You know who was fine too? What she call her mommy a Molly? Don't she? Yeah, don't, she do. Don't she? They the same person. They ain't. Are nah. <laughs> What's it called? Smart guys, big sister. That's uh. That's uh. She was she always playing in funny movies, right? Yes. Oh. Scary movie. <laughs> <laughs> Smart guy, cast. I'm about to look it up. Yo, man, Her we grew up was... to some beautiful ladies back in the day, boy. Yeah, the Essence Atkins. What's her name? It's her name. Yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like the look for, like, what do you feel like the look for Hollywood? Hillary from Fresh Prince was yes. a bucket, too. Oh, yes. my gosh. Do you feel like. The look for our women in media has changed. Yes, I don't. I personally feel like, and ladies, please don't beat me up because I don't see all y'all. But the stuff I see today, I don't. I don't. It just the look is just totally it's different. A nat, bro, it's a completely natural beauty look compared to now. That there are some women that are naturally yes. beauty, but it's so much extra stuff added on. Right, and I think the biggest thing for me is I look at like the stuff that they we we, we wear now and the color of their hair, them long like. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying nothing's wrong with it. It's just like we don't. It's what you it's a taste different is, look. Bro. Yeah, it's a different. It's a, it's a different time. 
where things are more exotic to more back then when you look at these people in the 90s you look at when i look at these pictures of people on a red carpet bro they were wearing black red yellow regular dresses mm-hmm. like who is this right here afros out oh that's all the older ones though i don't see them they like jada on jada on um what you call it on college not college different mm-hmm. world jason's lyric Jada. Ouch. Yeah. I just feel like the look has changed, though. Like, I don't know, man. It's crazy because a lot of these, like, I don't know what it is. I wish we had, like, a a, a female co-host for this. Mm-hmm. Like, what, is, what has changed? I feel like the body types have changed. Like, you have to be stacked in both areas for, for people you for people to think like oh wow look at her but even nah i don't necessarily think I, that. I don't think that's true because i see like there are a lot of like women who are actors who are skinny there's there's all that all the, the actors all the famous people in the media come in different sizes mm-hmm. and i feel like at one point in time everyone looked like each other but now i feel like in the late 2000s we're starting to get that 2010 till now you're starting to get the everybody has a significant look everybody looks different so i don't know i agree i definitely agree i just feel like in today's time, it's like, if this makes any sense, like, up, I was going to say, like, you know how, like, we have updated technology, like, everything is, like, future, they are futuristic. It's just, like, stuff we see today you would not see back yeah. in the, you know what I mean? Definitely. I don't Definitely. know. That's, that's a hard one. I'm not a woman and stuff, and I don't want y'all jumping on me. Because <laughs> yeah. I said the wrong thing. That reminds me, did you watch Insecure yet? Yeah, I got, man, but see, I kind of fell asleep on the end. I know I needed to see something in the end. What happened at the end? What happened? What, like, what's the last thing you saw? I seen them. Uh, it was at the house, I looking seen, at the yeah, baby. Yeah, I seen that. Issa had to go. Because Schoolboy Q dropped School out. Schoolboy Q dropped out. She's Kalani's not answering. Not Kalani. What's her name? Conda, it is. Condola. Condola, yeah. She's not answering the phone. Her Mom. and Lawrence was about to talk. Yeah. Didn't happen. Yep. Then she starts calling everybody. Yep. I see that. And then at the end, very end, she calls us Molly. Really? Because Andrew, her boyfriend, works for Live Nation. So this is a setup to, I don't know. Look, she calls her. It's a, hey, girl, what's going on? Molly's like, you know what my day is. She said, hey, this will be real quick. Issa says, it'll be real quick. Cuts her off, Molly off from sharing her whole day. So, hey, could you talk to Andrew and see if you could talk to, if I can get someone for the block party to, you know, be an artist because I don't have anybody right now. My headliner dropped out. She says, okay, you know what, girl, I'll call you later. So, Molly calls her later. She's hanging out with Andrew, whatever, and they just talking or something. And Andrew hit her with the, like, yo, you got to make some time for me. He didn't necessarily say it like that, but they're like, there's a, like, you know, you're not balancing me and work. Mm-hmm. So she goes to the bathroom, calls Issa, and was like, hey, girl. Yeah, she, uh, Issa was like, hey, like, you know, I was just about to call you to check on. Did you talk to Andrew yet? You know, I'm just looking for this artist. You know, we're getting close. It's, we're a month, mm-hmm. one month away from this block mm-hmm. party. And she said, hey, yeah, I'm not going to ask him. I'm not going to ask him for the favor. I'm, a, I'm not going to bring my friend world and within my relationship. Like, I'm not trying to cross the worlds. 
Yo. And then Isha just like, look, look, Isha just like, okay, like it's cool, hangs out the phone. Isha's sad because she got, once again, Isha's back is against the freaking wall. And it happens all the time where she got to figure stuff out. So, and that's how the episode ends. You know what, man? That just add the, the cherry on the whatever you want to say. But I can't stand that girl, man. Like when they when they first came in the room, and then she like, "But well, you don't know because you weren't here last week when we did that." And he's like, "Okay." I'm like, "Yeah, okay, dog." No, like, you really you care? Too. You had <laughs> like, your man waiting for four hours to put some on him because yeah, he was working. Andrew, you a nut? She ain't even showered. Nasty. Yeah, she said she she smelt herself before. <laughs> like, I would have been disgusted because I know I would have smelled that all day. And your breath, you ain't brush your teeth, none of that. Stink ass breath. Get off right. me. Man, that made me sick though. Like you got Andrew, from what I see, look like a solid King Andrew. Cause yeah. you got King Lord, we going King Andrew. We only address him as kings on here. Yeah. Until they do something wild. Until they do something wild. King Daniel, that's my yeah. guy. That was my Dan. Guy. Yeah, I like King Daniel. King Daniel. <laughs> King, <laughs> King Lawrence is the head, the king of all kings though. <laughs> Yo, man. We need to get these people away from Lawrence, man, because I feel like they're going <laughs> to put him back with Issa, dog. I feel it. I don't nah, want that. Nah, bro, I don't think he over her, and he she not over him, bro. So you you are condoning the Lawrence and Issa reunion? I'm condoning because I feel like they're older now, and they're more mature, and they can probably handle their stuff better <laughs> compared to back then. Damn, Lawrence. Don't do it. That's what I'm saying, bro. You can't do it, man. You can't do it, bro. I, I know I know it's hard five years, bro. That's a long time. A long time, bro. But she did the ultimate no-no. Yes, we do it all the time while y'all listening. Hey, y'all do it all the time, but so what? Lawrence, <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't do it, man. Don't do it. Because Issa liked Daniel. Okay, I don't want y'all to get that mixed up. Yeah, she did. She, she liked Daniel. She, she wanted to start man. a life with that man. <laughs> she liked you know what I'm saying? On so that man's couch. What my man Lawrence out here doing? Striking, <laughs> literally, for recreation, for fun. Well, yo, hold on, though. Hold on, yo. So, I think Issa and Molly have been bad friends to each other this season yes. because there are a few times when Molly wanted to talk. Issa was like, yo, I'm too busy. In the time when Issa wants Molly, you know, when, when Molly feels like, you know, when Issa feels like Molly's shading her and saying little, don't little up, little jabs at her. So they haven't been really good friends to each other. So I, I'm not just going to pick on Issa, but like that, like if, <clears throat> we've had issues mm-hmm. and I'm still going to come through. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not going to be like, that's weird. <laughs> Well, we had issues, but we still come through for each other. I'm like, right. it might be a day later, too. Mm-hmm. You know, we cool. I'm like, well, right. you're here, bro. I got you. Right. You don't, right. You don't do that in friendships where you're like, nah, I ain't going to do that because of what's going on with us. And, yo, Molly, you had your dude for two, three weeks. And, bro, that's a real topic, bro, because I want to talk about yeah, that. Why okay. do – I feel like we should wait for G for this, but it's just a – this can be a two-part thing. Is that when people get in relationships, why do they cut off their friends? Well, me personally, I always feel like it's the it's the other party. You know what I'm saying? And it's never, yeah. Huh? It's like it's like it's never. If you was ever in that situation, I, I want you to. If you really know your friend or whoever that is, like you should know that's not them. Like yeah. this relationship is obviously something different. So they trying to 
figure out how to balance because yeah. that's that's what I really think it is. Like if you don't feel like your friends is cutting you off, yo, your your girlfriend or your man is just really trying to learn that balance, and then that their partner may. Go ahead. Hold on, y'all. I'll be right back. Somebody calling. Wrong nigga calling me, man. Somebody have a delivery outside your dorm. I don't know no damn dorm. There ain't no dorm, Nate. Yeah, bro. So what were you saying? You said it's the opposite party. You were saying something about the opposite party. Is you oh, yeah, yeah. You, if you know me, you know, like, it's obviously something new. I'm trying to balance. I'm trying to figure it out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that the opposite party could be a controller, could be a me, me, me type of person. Yeah. I don't want to share you with other people. And I just think you just gotta have that 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 confrontational yeah. discussion with your man, like, yo, what's good? Like <laughs> for real, because if not, if you just keep tiptoeing around, you'll never Yeah. You gotta have that confrontation. It's gonna be confrontation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was crazy for every person I've dated or like serious relationship, bro, I've never had that problem because they, they wanna go have their fun with their friends. Doesn't necessarily mean they always doing it, but like we got our time together. We got our time. We're going to be on the phone. We got our time. We're going to text. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, you got time with your boys. Like, you got time with your girls. Like, it, it, it works. So, like, when I see that happen to my friends or people I see that happen to, I've seen I've friends of friends like, yeah, she don't talk to us no more. He don't talk mm-hmm. to us because he got a girl. I'm like, but well, why are you doing it? Because you're cutting your lifeline. Because if that person leaves you, then what? who do you have? You have no one. Mm, you don't think about that because you're Yo, on that you, honeymoon. You think yeah. we're gonna last forever. And you can't have. Don't I understand your boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife should be your best friend, but also you should have the same sex friends. That if you need to go talk to a man and make sure that you're not tripping, you can like, "Yo, Brandon, B, Reed, mm-hmm. Benzo, mm-hmm. Yo, am I tripping? This will happen, bro. Tell me what ha- what should I do differently? Same thing as far as when it comes to a woman. Like you should have that balance, bro. Do not cut everyone off when you start mm-hmm. dating someone. That's the first sign of that. <clears throat> that works, but no, it's, it's crazy. It works for some people. But I can't be like that, bro. I cannot Mm-mm. be stuck up under a person Mm-mm. for days and months at a time, bro. Mm-mm. Where I'm only seeing you, I'm not seeing nobody else, bro. I'm going to hate you. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm sorry to so say. You don't got no outside life, and it's just you and this person. That's why I'm like, I'm questioning, like, for people that are like really in like relationships that live together, same house, same bills, how are they doing right now with quarantining? Mm. I would have been like, yo, I'm going to the grocery store by myself. Please. I'll be back in an yes. hour. Yes. I'll be yes. back in an hour. I, I, that's me. Don't like, call me, follow me, nothing. <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> I'm trying to yeah. tell you. Nah, bro, I, I I get that. It's just, I don't know, man. I be feeling bad for people that get in relationships like that. It feel like sometimes, too, when you get to know somebody, like, yo, here's the standard. Like, yo, I hang out with my boys. I always tell them, anybody... I got time with my boys. I'm gonna be on the phone, and somebody if they call me late at night. I'm gonna answer. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, what the like? <laughs> and you know me. You call me at two o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Nine times ten, I might be up. And yeah. if I'm up, I'm gonna answer. I'm like, right. yo, what's up? Right. That's just me though. That's the type of friend I am. And then my other friends, they be knocked the hell out. I know one person I know I could call at late at any time of the night. Most of the time, mm-hmm. he'll probably answer is Justin. Right. My nigga Justin be up. Call a nigga at one. Yo, <laughs> Justin don't sleep. <laughs> All right, so what you doing, bro? Shit, playing the game, mm-hmm. watching TV. Like, <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, I feel like there's gotta be a balance, and I feel like that's what's happening with Issa too. I think Molly doesn't have a balance, so like when she wants the attention that she wants, she wants it right then and now. Mm-hmm. 
but she doesn't like it when it's the other way around. Like, Andrew, I, I'm working. I'm busy. She ain't like that. Mm-hmm. She didn't like that because her, her work schedule wasn't as hectic. Issa, where you been at? I'm working. She ain't like that. She had a lot of time for herself to really think. And then she went to <clears> – <throat> it's always like this. When you're a person that's always out or you're always doing something, when you get downtime and a person that you're dealing with or a person that you're talking to or whatever, person that you talk to the most is not available, you really be sitting there like, dang, what am I doing myself? We're, we're like, mm-hmm. it, that's how it goes. And I've been there because mm-hmm. I dated a nurse. Been there mm-hmm. to where, like, I'm talking to them all the time, and then they might have to work four days in a row, night shifts or day shifts, more so night shifts. Mm-hmm. And you don't talk to them all, you can't talk to them all day while you're doing the day, and then they're going into work around seven o'clock. You're talking to them for two hours from five yeah. to seven, and it's like, oh, damn, I talk, text you back and forth at work, but then I know I got to go to sleep because I got to go to work the next day. Right. So then there's a whole 12, 14 hours, and then they're on their way home while you're going to work. And they, it's just. That's tough, bro. Yeah, man. I'm, Man, they done that, but still, that's why you got friends. Don't do that. I think next episode, the block party is actually going to happen. I, I just hope Issa wins. Really? Because it was one month. Yeah, one I think they're just going to fast forward okay. through it. I, I hope, hope Issa come out on top on this, bro. I'm tired of her losing, bro. Like, she's been losing a lot, bro. She always in these messed up, in and out situations, getting the bottom end of the mm-hmm. stick. You feel me? So, like, also, someone was saying today, too, that Molly can't see Issa successful. It's like, it's always got to be Molly successful. Because you look at Kelly, Kelly got her own lane. That's the the, the, the but funny Ke- But Kelly with Tiff, though, you know what I'm saying? It's like they clicked up. Yeah. You got Molly, Issa, and, you got and Kelly. Clint, and- uh, Tiff is on a high horse. Kelly is with her. Molly and Issa are clicked. Well, Molly, like, likes her success, doing her thing. And Issa's always trying to figure it out, get herself together. Now that Issa's trying to get her stuff together and don't have the free time to be all in her sorrow, mm-hmm. this is what she's doing. Like, I'm just hope she get it together, bro. Yeah, yo, so that made me think back to this. Like, why she just didn't go get a quick piece of pie real quick after that, the dinner with your brother, you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like Issa always felt obligated to come through for Molly. And it was the first time where Issa was enjoying herself in her own peace, on her own pace, at her own place, with her, with her um, brother, mm-hmm. and just like, yo, no, if I go there, it's gonna be a whole story. It's gonna be sad. And I didn't. She wasn't feeling that. We all have those moments. Mm-hmm. Like we talk to our friends, we talk to people who we did whatever. Just be like, nah, I'm staying home. Mm-hmm. Like it happens all the time. And right, as Molly, as her friend, she should have respected it. I'm like, you know what, yo, I'm with my, I'm with my. Family, like I want my brother. So Issa doesn't come home, come from like a crazy straight background either, mm-hmm. as you can see. So, yeah, her, mm. my, nah, I had a crush on her too. Who? Uh, Piggy from Steve Harvey show, Miss Greer, the principal. Her? Oh, that's uh, that's her mom on the show. Is it? That's the the mom from the game too. She was the the. <laughs> That's what I was saying. She was from uh, Rebound, too. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Her? Her? Yeah. And LaVita Alizé Jenkins. LaVita. <laughs> I had a crush on her back in the day, too. She looked like a freak. Yeah, she is. So that's <laughs> her and Cedric was hilarious, bro. Ceddy. Yeah, Damn. Yeah, man. I don't know, bro. I'm going to hope the block party work out for her. We're going to see, though. Yeah, man. I just hope, like, her and Molly... Issa and Molly had that talk, man, where they could just be 
gangster thorough with it. Like, yo, this is how I'm feeling. This is yeah. how you feeling. What we going to do? What's that up? That communication is trash. It is. Really bad. It is. And, like, like what you call it? They, Issa was joking with her, and Molly got in her bag, like, ASAP. Like, yeah. And that's 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 another thing where, like, yo, Molly thinks she growing now, too. She's not giving the, the weird take. She's giving a supportive and yeah. a growth answer yeah. now. And then you make a joke about me. Well, hold on. I was being serious. Hold yeah. On. Hold yeah. on. Get out your bag, baby girl. Beefing. Yeah. And then, and then she thinks she's going <clears throat> with Lawrence. Like, yeah, she like mess. Like, no, she's trying to handle her business. She's not going nowhere with Lauren. She went home to fit or was running around trying to figure stuff out. And she called you for a favor. She's not fooling with Lawrence. The old her would have been like, so, you know what I'm saying? What's up? Mm-hmm. They were having a regular conversation. He was the one that was more so leaning towards a, hey, how you been? Yeah, I was, I wanted to see what he's going, what he trying to chat he's about. He's about to tell man. her and Condola are not working out. Him and Condola aren't working out. That's all he's about to say, I feel like. Yeah, I do too, but what's the purpose? Like, what are you, what are you doing? My nigga said that quick reaction. Nigga, you know what's up. Nigga. <laughs> man, that's crazy, man. I'm saying that quick reaction, though. He knows what's up. You feel me? He's trying to do that to him. <laughs> little do that. Yeah. You feel me? I think he really, he getting older. He want a family and shit, man. He yeah, want to no, She not. just got out of a marriage, so she not really rushing to do that. You feel me? So, I don't know, man. We're going to see, bro. Facts. It's going to be good. It's going to be juicy. Yes, sir. You got anything else? I think we good. We covered everything. We really did. And then we're super fluent. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to go back and watch the last 10 tonight and make sure I ain't missed nothing. Yeah, bro. That's all you missed was that. And, oh, I don't think Tiffany Baby is... Yeah, you said that to me last week, nigga, and I was been searching for. (laughs) I was looking at that episode like, yo, where's where's he getting that from? And then this past episode... She's like, is my baby ugly? She like, said, you wouldn't tell. I, I don't think she's just joking, though, right? I don't think that baby. Because remember, he said, we weren't planning to have this baby. We was talking about traveling. For doing two this years. And, that. and yeah. all she done, son, she got a baby. Yeah, when you put it together like that, I don't put it past none of these females. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I hope it's my man, baby. But if it's but not, if it's not <laughs> Hit the gas on that ass. I can't wait, bro, because she act like she's too, too bougie. She just need that bubble burst at one time. Yeah. Just go ahead and pop that you thing. You just like us. Mm-hmm. That's all they're going to say. That's all they're going to say, bro. You sit up here, you put on this fake ass facade, like you this, you that. Whole my mom time, friends. You doing trifling. <laughs> trifling. And my man out here struggling and sitting there with them. Every time they got beef, what he doing with Lawrence and the other dude? So, yo, did he he was by himself that night on Thanksgiving, wasn't he? When he was like, "Hey, I'm out here with my girl." Yeah, he was. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely was though. He gives the worst advice though. He gives He's funny the, as shit though. He funny. He, he gives funny. the worst advice, bro. <laughs> <laughs> He really does get the words up. That nigga made his phone drop. That's crazy. <laughs> That's a different type of like the girl weird. Out your head or that was funny to me. Nigga was at the bar by himself. <laughs> he was married too on the show. And then he got divorced. <laughs> when something had happened, he was he proposed to his girl. He had a fiance. Now nah, what was he crying the other day on the episode or something on the phone? Wasn't he crying the other day? I can't a couple episodes. It might have been last season. I don't remember, like, bro. What? He was crying. Baby, I love you. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think I got caught up cheating or something. Oh, no, man. 
Yeah, man. We're going to sign out, man. It's Monday. We're recording on Monday. Tune in for Tuesday. Like, tune in for Tuesday. And if you don't, if you're listening to this on Wednesday, just go watch our live story on Tuesday, from Tuesday night. We going up. On a Tuesday. Senko, you feel yes, me? Yes, sir. Taco Tuesday, all that. This is a great Tuesday. Yes, sir. We holding it down for G. Yes, sir. Step out. But it's Brandon. It's Stu, baby. Man, it's, we out, man. Love y'all. Peace and love. One. One. <laughs>